Hello, I'd like to thank you for listening to the Rooted Together podcast, a podcast which aims to root you in Christ through his word together. In this podcast, we walk through scripture, asking questions of what is God asking of us, making applications, and learning how to explain and interpret scripture as we do. So thank you for joining me in 1 John. We're in chapter 3, and this episode would be called Love One Another. You know, there's a lot of talk in today's world and culture about love, and so it should beg the question, what is love? But it should also beg some other questions. What does it mean to love somebody else? I mean, this is a, this is a cultural, at least in America, this is a cultural question. This is what the culture is asking. What does it look like practically to love somebody else? And of course, being a secular culture, it has less than helpful definitions, meaning love is love is love is love doesn't help me love anybody because it doesn't define what love is and what to what purpose and to what end am I to love others. But you should know that Scripture has defined love for you, that Scripture has defined what it means and what it looks like and why we should love one another, especially, and this is to John's point in First John, especially brothers and sisters in Christ. Chapter 3 spends a great amount of time talking about this question of what does it look like to love one another. It is a key word throughout this chapter, and it will be again in chapter 4. That would be the more famous God is love chapter. Everybody can quote that. No one knows where it is or what surrounds it. We'll talk about that in the next episode. For me, let's go ahead and jump into our here, the highlight, what God really brought out to me, what verse stuck out to me as I was reading and as I was praying, God, reveal something that I need to learn today. It was 1 John 3.16, not John 3.16, but 1 John 3.16, by this we know love, that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. So that is the highlight. As we asked the questions I asked earlier, I hope you can see some of the answers already ringing in this verse. It's why I think I picked this verse as I was reading through it. Those were the questions coming to my mind and realizing that God has answered that question in his word already a long time ago. And I, and I love you know how God does this. God has given us all we need to know him by in his word already. All we have to do is read it and interpret it correctly, but we can't interpret it wrongly. So let's get into the explain. How do we interpret? How do we observe this verse? Well, the first thing you have to do is observe what is around it. And I talked about that briefly at the beginning of this episode. Again, the context in which John is writing is to a church that is going through some issues. There's some lack of love problems. There are some people leaving the faith problems, leaving the church problems. There's some antichrist, meaning people who oppose Jesus, issues going on. And, and through in this context, he is asking you, what does it mean to love your brother? Think of verse 12, we should not be like Cain, who was of, evil, of the evil one, and he murdered his brother. Why did he murder him? Because his own deeds were evil, and his brothers were righteous. And so John tells us, don't be surprised, brothers, in verse 13, that the world hates you. 
We know that we have passed out of death into life because we love our brothers. Whoever does not love abides in death. Now again, we have to ask Scripture to, to define what love is. And so as we get into the explain part of this journaling thing, it will explain what love is. Because Scripture has to define it, not our culture and not us. Well, by and through Jesus' sacrifice, we can know love. That's what the words by this in verse 16 mean. By this, by what, what follows, that he laid down his life for us. Through Jesus' sacrifice, we can truly know what love is. Through our, therefore, our love for God and love for others is reflected and known through sacrifice. Love is about sacrifice. Our culture doesn't like that. Not, not one bit. Love should not sacrifice according to the culture. Love should not be hard according to the culture, but according to God's word, according to the author of love itself, love is sacrifice, and that Jesus displayed his great love for us through the laying down of his life to death on the cross. Why? So that we can be brought near to God. That is love, and it is that love that we then show to our brothers and our sisters. It is a sacrificial love. Love is sacrificial and selfless. This means we know and truly experience love through sacrificial love, no other love. Love that is not sacrificial and love that is self-focused is not real love. It's love with no teeth and no substance if it's selfish love. Our love, however, was modeled by Jesus, and John calls us to live out this model in the context of community and church. Even within our marriages, our love is sacrificial. That doesn't mean we despise it, right? Because it's love that we sacrifice. It's love that we lay down our interest for the interest of our spouse. It is for love that we lay down our interest for the interest of our brothers and sisters in Christ. If you're selfish in your love, you don't have true love. It's love with no teeth and no substance because it's all about you and you're the source, and you're the subject of that love, you can't then love other people. Now, we're not talking about you have to be miserable all the time. Jesus did not lay down his life for misery. He laid down his life out of love, a deep love that knew that his sacrifice would bring people close to him. And we sacrifice because it brings us into fellowship with each other, and it brings glory to our great God. We ought to lay down our lives. We ought to sacrificially love our brothers and sisters. So let's get to some application. It should be quite obvious here. Well, John gives us some application. Where there is someone in need, meet that need. If you read the rest of the chapter, John's pretty clear. If a brother is in need, help him. That's a pretty obvious application. It doesn't require a lot of interpretation for that one. Give money. Give time, give resources to help those in need. In laying down the self and true love, we do this. It is the love of our Savior that brings us to this. So don't do it out of your own power. You'll fail. Do this out of the love of God. We lay down our time, our resources, 
and our money because we love God, and therefore we love others. We love his people. We will reach out and help our brother who is in need. Sacrificially love your wife today. If you sacrificially love your husband today, sacrificially love your brother and your sister in Christ today, and of course your actual brother and sister. Love them sacrificially. Reach out. Ask them, hey, what do you need? What's going on? How can I help you today? Because if you have a community of people doing that, everybody is taken care of. Everyone feels loved. They feel in their heart that thing that they're searching for, love. So let's end in a prayer. Father, I thank you that you did not simply talk about loving us. You showed love through Jesus, laying down his life. You have loved me. Let my hard heart be softened so that I may love others the way you love me. Jesus, you bore the cross for me. Help me daily take up my cross and follow you. Holy Spirit, help me to show love to all those that are around me. Even when it's hard, be my strength. Amen. Well, how did God lead you to application? Who do you need to go love today and help out today and just be with today? Thank you for joining me in Rooted Together podcast. I look forward to joining you in John chapter 4 next time. I'll see you there.